Louise McSharry on 2FM. Now, though, lots of people found themselves reassessing their drinking during lockdown, whether it was looking at what they were drinking at home and thinking it might be a little bit too much, or people who decided not to drink at all. And the truth is, the number of people who are deciding not to drink at all is on the rise. One-fifth of Irish people now don't drink alcohol obviously at all I think people are still consuming water Um, and the low and no alcohol movement has grown exponentially in the last few years and uh, someone who can tell us more about that is Vaughn Yates who is founder of the Virgin Mary Bar in Dublin hello Vaughn hello Louise how are you you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, I'm good. We're very polite, aren't we? We are, we are. It's great to chat to you. Um, It's funny, I actually used to live in the building that the the Virgin Mary Bar has been in, uh, or is in. Um, So I felt a kind of spiritual connection to it, despite the fact that I actually haven't made it there yet. So tell us a little bit about the Virgin Mary Bar and uh, kind of where where the concept came from. Okay, well, we're a bar on Capel Street in Dublin. And um, you'll know it very well as you live there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we, we're kind of towards the top end. And we uh, we basically um, serve really kind of beautiful cocktails and a great range of non-alcohol beers. And uh, we, we make really good concoctions for people to come and enjoy within the bar. And we're not like, you know, we don't serve coffee, tea. We don't serve juice. We're a proper cocktail bar. Except... No alcohol. Except except there's no alcohol, yeah. And the idea came from the fact that uh, about three years ago, I was looking at people's drinking habits um, and, you know, people were looking more at what they were consuming. They didn't want to see, show themselves kind of being inebriated or, or drunk, you know, through their own social media or, or, or even worse, their friends taking pictures of them, mm. you know, being in that, in that state. And <clears throat> I also saw that there was more products coming out in the market. So I thought, you know, would there be enough for me to to open a bar and have a lot of choice for uh, for consumers? And then over the last three years, the whole thing has grown massively. And COVID has really um, made people consider, you know, what they're taking, what they're putting into their bodies, how they feel. You know, they want to feel good. They don't want to feel bad after a bad night out. That's really interesting because I remember when when I heard about the bar, I won't lie, there was part of me that was like, really in Dublin? Like, is that going to work? Um, but uh, but I was, you know, really impressed and um, kind of happy to hear that, that, you know, it's been such a success and that this kind of industry is such a growth industry. Um, and I'm so interested to hear you mention social media as part of the explanation um, because, you know, I suppose, I w- you know, I think everybody's aware that people are more health conscious now. Fitness is such a huge thing and a lot of people would be considering what they put in their bodies in terms of their health. But that social media thing, I hadn't considered that. It's Tell me more about that. Well, I, I just think people's approach to the way they live now is very much reflected much more than it used to be through their phones. Mm. And, you know, they want to be putting across their best self. You know, they want to be representing themselves in the, in the best way. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that that's a really good attitude to have. And I think that if that, that, that is combined with the fact that you want to feel good as well as look good, then, you know, bars like ours are, are really the kind of place you want to go to because we, we, we really do kind of allow you to take yourself to a level of well-being through our bar that, um, you know, that, that you can enjoy the, co- the alcohol-free cocktails, you can enjoy the cuisine, you can enjoy the exhilarating atmosphere. You just don't have the alcohol there. Yeah. Do you drink yourself on? Um, I do occasionally, yeah. 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 And do you find yeah. that most of the people who come to the bar are people who don't drink at all or people who just are choosing not to drink as often or who do they tend to be? 
I'd say we get more drinkers than non-drinkers, right. really, you know, which is kind of odd. But, but you know, we, we have a wide demographic of people that come to the bar. And we just say that, you know, when people come to our bar, they've just chosen to abstain from alcohol or just not chosen alcohol at that particular moment. Yeah. Um, so they could be on, they could be coming down Cable Street, which you know, and they could be going to the Boar's Head. They could be going around the corner to 1661. But the, our bar is part of that repertoire. Yeah. Um, and then other people just come because they come to it as a destination bar. They want to come here because they want to taste great non-alcohol drinks. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting to me because to me it seems like this, the growth of this industry and indeed of the, you know, because there's obviously so many drinks now on the market that are, you know, low alcoholic or no alcoholic gin, wine, beer, whatever. Um, it seems to me that previously you either were a drinker and, you know, like many Irish people, your social life revolved around drinking and that was how your your life worked. Or you weren't a drinker and usually there was a reason for that, that you didn't drink at all. You were completely, you know, teetotal, as they say. But now it seems like there's a middle ground of people and that seems to be, you know, where the growth is. Am I right in saying that? I, I think you are because actually that middle ground is people just choosing to swap out non-alcohol or, 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 or mix it you know, mm. with alcohol for, in terms of your night out. So mm. people will maybe go and say, right, I'll have a, I'll have a bit like we've just got Guinness into the bar. Mm. So people might go and have like a pint of Guinness, but then they might come to our bar and have a Guinness zero zero. Mm. So, so, you know, and they can have two or three of those still have a good night out and yeah. then go home or even drive home, you know? Um, yeah. So I think, I think it's, it's, it's really a case of like people are maybe drinking less during the week. And then they are drinking more, uh, maybe a little bit more at the weekends or allowing themselves to kind of go into alcohol at the weekends. Where in the, in the week, they're kind of being much more, I think, I think they're being much more kind of strict on themselves, but maybe much more kind of, you know, let's, I don't want to touch alcohol. I want to kind of re- reduce my drinking. And then at the weekends, they're kind of saying, well, I can have a nice glass of wine now with, with a meal and, mm. uh, or maybe go for a few beers um, because I'm not driving or working the next day, you know. So I think that the, there's a real... Um, change and because non-alcohol products have got better especially beers um people are really just swapping them in and out you know and swapping the same brand in yeah yeah it's interesting i mean i I have found recently that the conversations that i've been having with people about hangovers have mostly revolved around emotions um you know we've been talking about that heightened anxiety that you might feel after drinking or um you know maybe just a low mood and i wonder and i'd be interested to hear your take on this because i think we're more we we talk more about mental health now and maybe we're a little bit more tuned in to how we feel in terms of our mental health i wonder is that having an impact on our drinking habits as well? It, it, it totally is. It totally is. And I think people want to socialize on a more conscious level now mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and experience a night out that really appeals to their kind of holistic and hedonistic needs, but they don't necessarily want to have all the, the, the depression and the negative and the, the, you know, the, the as you say, the, the hangover. You know, if you, th- if you think about it, you know, a couple of glasses um, of, you know, whatever you're drinking, whether it's alcohol or non-alcohol, when you first drink that, you get the same dopamine release. You know, mm. when you first lift your first glass and put it to your lips, your brain works the same way, mm. whether it has alcohol in there or not. You know, so it's just a kind of, if you can continue to kind of keep that approach and consume less alcohol, you know, as part of your lifestyle, then I think you will feel much better about yourself. And you'll feel that actually when I go out and I'm talking to my friends, I'm much more conscious. There isn't a point where I dip mm. and I just kind of like lose concentration or start to go off the rails. <laughs> you, yeah. you can stay, you can stay conscious. You can stay, keep your mental health um, positive and your positive attitude to your night out. 
and then you could literally wake up the next day and enjoy another great day. And you get to feel smug, which <laughs> for me is just the best benefit that you can get out of anything. You know, when you're like, oh, I was out last night and I wasn't drinking. Feeling great, feeling sparky. There's That's a, that's a real privilege as well, I find. Um, tell me, Vaughn, because you're opening another Virgin Mary bar. We are, yeah. We're opening... One in Abu Dhabi. Um, in fact, I was just looking at my phone this morning. The pictures came through of the build. It's really exciting. We are taking this concept into a culture that is predominantly Muslim. Yeah. Um, and we want to really show them how you can make great drinks without alcohol. Yeah. Because I think I think previously in that culture, you know, they don't drink. So their, their, their alternatives are kind of specialty coffee and their alternatives are kind of juice bars. Right. No one's really No one's really gone over there and gone, Hey guys, you can have great cocktails mm. with no alcohol in them, you know, or you can have great drinks, uh, great beers with no alcohol in them. Mm. So this is going to be a really exciting, almost a kind of groundbreaking moment over there, we believe. Yeah, it is interesting because it's a whole vibe, isn't it? A cocktail, like, you know, you feel it's, it it's creates a moment and kind of a, it feels like a special thing or a special time. And um, so it makes total sense that it's a different type of socializing to a coffee or a juice. Yeah, you're right. And I think that it's very limited. You know, the the, night, the evening socializing there is very much focused around coffee, mm. you know, and a lot of it obviously has caffeine in it. So I was going to say, how it, many coffees can you have? Like, <laughs> Exactly. And it's coffee and cake. It's not really a great diet to be eating at 10 o'clock at night. You know? No. Um, so, well, maybe maybe on the odd day, but, but yeah. not every night. <laughs> not every night, so, no. So, yeah. So, so it's a really interesting concept. I think I think the reason that people are so engaged with this is that, you know, an Irish bar, is going to an Arab country um, and and really kind of showing them how to drink <laughs> in a different way, you know? Yeah. Uh, so so it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy world that we live in. It is. And, you know, one more thing before I let you go. How do you see this going in terms of our culture as Irish people? Like, you know, if... I, internationally, obviously, we have this reputation for being absolute booze hounds. Um, and, you know, we have earned that reputation in many ways. Um, but it does seem like things are changing. And, and what do you think that's going to do to us as a, as a people and as a culture? Well, well, I don't think you lose the crack. If anything, if our bar is anything to go by, the crack is still there. You know, that is ingrained in you. You don't need alcohol to, no. to, to you know, to... to to communicate the way that you do as you know the Irish use 40 words when when one word could be used you know it's, it's brilliant the language that is used over here and, and I think that you know I think that uh you know what's happening at the moment and I've seen it in the last two years you're right in 2019 people are like that's never going to work you know I'm never going to touch that non-alcohol stuff and yet you look at you talk to your friends now and so many people are accepting it they're consuming non-alcohol drinks and they are living a better life for it I think Mm. Well, I, I'm fascinated by this. I'm very interested to see how things carry out. I wish you all the very best in Abu Dhabi. And do you plan, would you potentially take it elsewhere? Like, are you thinking this could be a huge international chain? Um, we are, yeah. We are currently looking at investment and we're looking to, we're having conversations in California, New York, uh, Saudi, Cairo, um, you know, in London. Wow. We are really looking to, to, to accelerate this now because we feel that post-COVID, this is the right time to bring these um, to bring these bars to people so they have the choice of going somewhere a little bit different. And it all started on Capel Street. I love it. And it all started on Capel Street in Dublin. <laughs> thank you so much, Vaughn Yates, founder of the Virgin Mary Bar in Dublin. Vaughn, thanks so much and the very best of luck. Thanks, Liz. Louise McSherry on 2FM.